0: Performance was pitiful from start to finish. There was no tempo, there was no approach, it was the same tedious, stultifying, boring, rubbish.
1: Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream, wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app.
0: Off the Ball
1: Daily. And you're welcome back to Off the Ball Saturday. So Britain seems to have lost its mind. Popular BBC match of the day presenter and former England footballer Gary Lineker has been suspended from the programme over a tweet he published over the UK government's illegal migration bill. He tweeted, This is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. And I'm out of order. He's been suspended for a perceived breach of the corporation's impartiality rules. In solidarity, Ian Wright and Alan Shearer pulled out of the Match of the Day show tonight, as have the commentary team. So there will be just footage, but it's a fluid situation. It may change. There's no football focus or final score. Alex Scott and Jason Mohammed are not presenting today, standing with Lineker. There's also now no football on BBC Radio 5 Live. Former Match of the Day pundit Mark Lawrenson joins us now. Mark, good afternoon. How are you doing, John? To those of us over here in Ireland, this seems crazy.
0: Well, I mean... His original Gary's original statement, actually, I thought wasn't good about the Germans in, in the 1930s. And and amongst all this, as we're going to obviously talk about it, is the fact that the whole thing, the, the original argument, has completely gone. Nobody's even mentioned that now. So it's now been a case of, of Gary versus the BBC. And, of course, you've seen, you've seen all his, his colleagues. It just turned out um, solidarity, call it what you will, and they're saying, look, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to do any of the programs. And um, I think I listened to, obviously, the list of the programs that are that not going to happen. I would think match of the day, two probably tomorrow. If nothing happens today, i the BBC board. If nothing happens today, that the, the matches tomorrow won't be shown either. I, I very much doubt it, certainly. How many years were you on the program, Mark? Oh, I don't know, John. I think... Uh, Fifteen to twenty, sure. maybe possibly. And so I we, didn't mean, we are, in, well, in all in all that time, yeah, we were never ever ever told what not to say. I mean, occasionally, occasionally, I I got pulled up for one or two things. I think Hanson got cut pulled up for one or two things, but just the wrong word at the wrong moment. But 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 no real big deal, nothing like this. And I think as well, we were all uh, we all basically had our own companies, so we weren't although. We were, employed by the BBC. We weren't BBC employees, if that makes any sense. And But there was never a case of, you know, <clears throat> you can't say anything at all. It was just, get on with it.
1: So there's never any guidelines about what you could say outside of work on any other platform as well?
0: No. Well, I never had any. I'm pretty sure Big Al Hansen never had any. No, there wouldn't be. There, there, absolutely certainly so. wouldn't be. And, and Gary hasn't got them, although I think the BBC seem to think he's crossed the line on a couple of other things before, but it's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, as, as I said to you before about the fact that, I mean, the original, the original thing, obviously about the migration situation. No, nobody mentions it. it. It's, it's gone crazy. The world's gone mad.
1: Yeah, players are not talking to the BBC today. So the Premier League players are taking a stand. What does that say about the role of the sport or the role of footballers? Many of these footballers are immigrants
0: themselves. Well, exactly. I mean, that, that's that's the whole thing about it. That that's the daftness for want of a better description. And as as you rightly say, everybody's is you know no, no commentators even um uh you know and, and the way I'm to the two commentators for tomorrow games for tomorrow's games I don't know if they have said anything yet they're probably waiting to see if some something happens uh along the way today um and look at when you look at it it's it's politics people people not involved with football and even people just Talking about this, they're just saying how how ridiculous is this situation? And generally, the, the BBC, when you when you look at them and listen to them, and you're kind of thinking, wow, they, they are they are not getting this whatsoever.
1: Oh, this seems to be backfiring pretty badly. If you look at mm. uh, the, the the revolt against it, like from the likes of like junior staffers, freelancers, people who've got kids to feed, bills to pay that aren't as well off as Gary Lineker as well.
0: Yeah, well, there's, there's, I can tell you that there's loads of people who work on the, on the uh, Match Your Day programmes, Football Focus, etc. and there's lots and lots and lots when you think about it. And all, I don't think they're in a particular union that certainly w- would look after them. I, I gather I don't really know because I've never... This is the first time I've really heard about all these things anyway before, so... Um, uh, but one or two who are, I think, staff, I think, I think they are covered, but... The whole, the whole thing's madness. It really seems... My phone's never stopped ringing. Um, I've got, honestly, so many texts as well. And, and people just generally are texting and saying, you know, what the hell is happening? What, what, how has this got to such a stage where it's, it's a bit of a Mexican standoff, but, you know, it would appear that majority people, quite rightly, are backing what Gary Nicker has been saying.
1: There are two things you don't mess with. If I know anything about the UK, Mark, and, you know, you played for the Republic of Ireland, uh, you're an Irishman, but you've lived in the UK all your life. You don't mess with the rules, the order, the sense of fair play, which the government did over there during COVID with those parties. And the second thing you don't mess with is football.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, people don't realise how massive football is to, to lots of people for, for different ways. And, in, 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 you know, even... even things like mental health, going going to watch the game with, with, with your sons or your daughters or both and all those kind of things and just, you know, watching it on the TV, it's absolutely massive. And people who don't particularly like football have anything to do with it, they probably don't quite understand as much as people who are involved in it. But it, it is, it, it really is massive. And it's, it's, listen, we, we know it's massive in Ireland, but it's it's, in relation to, to, to England, it, it's nothing. It's just, it's huge, absolutely
1: huge. we got gala games and rugby, obviously, as well here. Um, yeah. Th- th- this seems like a really significant moment. I know we've had protests before, like around Black Lives Matter and racism, and Marcus Rashford was very good about, you know, uh, meals for poor children. But this seems like a real inflection point for British society and freedom of speech and over the most popular pastime, football, that it's actually been... I suppose brought into the equation now and into the into the conversation in such a stark way over the most sacred program in terms of a British yeah. institution that's been going since 1964. This is pretty serious stuff.
0: Oh, unbelievably serious stuff, as you say, since since 1964, first game. I think um, that was televised was at Liverpool versus Arsenal, three uh, two win for Liverpool, I, I recall. And and it's it's just the B- for the BBC, this is an absolute massive moment and i know as well i think there are negotiations at the moment which are for the next uh tv rights with the premier league so i mean what are the premier league thinking at this moment are they thinking oh hold on a minute hold on a minute um should should we if the money was right should we should we give the bbc another three years or however long it is so they'll be thinking long and hard so this this decision this decision is just massive it's it's Well, I can say it's, it's massive for the country, but it also it's massive for the sports and, and probably other sports as well.
1: Between 1981 and 87, you played for Liverpool. You won a European Cup there and that city was under siege by the UK government. Was football mm. a bit separate from the situation back then or was it just as much in the public discourse as it seems to be right now?
0: Oh, this is far bigger. Th- this is far bigger. I mean, I signed for Liverpool in 81 and it was Toxteth riots. And it basically, if you ask the majority of people who were there at the time, I think they basically cast Merseyside
1: aside. Yeah, generally as a rule, the government was, was, was hostile to Liverpool, as we saw.
0: Yeah, absolutely, to- totally hostile. And look, you know, people, people are surprised because the, the team that I played at Liverpool, and, and I think my first three years we won um, three league titles, cooks, all those kind of things. Our ground wasn't full. Anfield wasn't full, and everyone talks about you know the ground at the moment and the atmosphere and all those kind of things. It it was like just over thirty odd thousand, and I think it was near a fifty you could get in. And the reason was not because of the football or anything; people couldn't afford it. You know, it was it was a massive, massive thing. And as you know, the, the riots in etc., which are complete no no go areas, people on the street begging, all those all those kind of things as well, and. Um, It's it's come an awful long way since then, but, you know, the the country now at the moment is very much, they're all looking at this today. Look, every newspaper this morning and yesterday, front page, leaders, you know, leaders about, about the Lineker row with the BBC. I mean, it's just mystifying, really seriously is.
1: It maybe just shows how popular he is though and how big a figure he is and maybe almost like a, like a Gary Neville the same, if you take a position and you've got a huge platform that he does on Twitter, millions, and whether you agree with this tweet or not, it just af- appears that the UK government are scared of him.
0: Yeah, 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 a- absolutely. He's an intelligent guy. Uh, as you say, he's, he's got enough money, he can walk away from it if he wants, but he's he's obviously, wants, you know, in terms of the everybody else now, is making the point for him, aren't they? Everybody, all all the guys and girls you was supposed to work with today, the match of the day, because as I said, there's many in there. They're all very much, good on you, Gary. You know, hope you win your battle. But to be actually in a battle at this stage is, is ridiculous. And, you know, he's, 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 he's freelance. So up to a point, he's allowed to say what he wants. It's he, not like he's a, a BBC newscaster or anything that who works in news, or anything like that, or in politics, or anything. And he's just he just believes in this, and everybody's now backing him, apart from, of course, the BBC. So, what they do now, I'm I'm not quite sure, John. To be honest with you, I mean, I've not heard anything today. And um, I suggest I suggest they're all in meetings somewhere, actually trying to hammer out exactly what they did, what they want to do.
1: Is he a stubborn guy? Is he does he stick to his principles, Mark? So yeah. unless oh, the BBC uh, yeah, climb down.
0: Listen, yeah. listen, he he won't change. That's that you know, this is this is what he believes in. Um and, and he will not change. And I'm pretty sure he's, he's he's prepared to walk away. Um he has a comfortable life, etc. Um, four boys and the, all those kind of things. And George, I think he's actually gone to Leicester today, Leicester Chelsea. Yes. So that that's how that's how bothered he is. It's yeah. like, well, I'm just gonna go and watch my team play. Um and there's there is no doubt whether it's shown on Match of the Day, but I I would imagine you'll get a standing ovation, not just the fact of what's happened, but also, of course, he was a favourite Leicester player.
1: Unless they climb down the BBC, it's going to be a very embarrassing situation and hard to see anybody wanting to step into that role now if he does quit.
0: Well, that's it. That's it. You're going to be hailed as somewhat of a Judas, maybe, if you're going to take her. I I was watching yesterday... Just on Twitter more than anything, which is, is is sad. Which was, you know, how how many how many of the guys and girls were turning turn everything down? You know, it's sl- It just slowly started. It was like a s- snowball going down the hill, wasn't it? You know, obviously Shearer and Righty and all those, and then more and more and more, and it was just like wow. You suddenly really realise then what a big issue this is for the country. Off the ball daily.